0: On today's episode of the Breakaway Match Week Edition, I give you my thoughts on the Orange County match, and we talk a little bit about Phoenix heading into Saturday. So that's coming up on today's episode. Coming up Thursday, we talk to Kami Wasa about the season so far, a couple other things as well, and then we talk to a UC Davis health doctor about mental health awareness because it is mental health awareness up. That's coming up on Thursday. Today, following the Match Week pod, we will have Quick interview with one of our artists who we worked with alongside Art and Fair who designed some of the awesome quail pieces you'll see if you walk into our office um, related to the quail kit that came out on Tuesday and also the posters that are coming out for the match coming up Saturday that fans will be able to take home with them. So he designed those and a number of other things as well. Um, lots of cool stuff there. If you have missed it, the quail kit was announced, the third kit for the season. It is incredible. I've already bought two, um, and I just absolutely love it. I hope you guys do as well. A great nod to the 2016 joke, uh, April Fool's Day joke uh, that happened in 2016. So that came out yesterday. Actually, coming up next week, we will kind of take you behind the scenes with one of our graphic designers who does much more than just graphic design on how the Quail Kid came to be, the design, the process, all of the above. We talk about that next week. So lots of good stuff coming up shortly if you haven't gotten a quail kit yet not only are there kits but there's much much other quail designs in the team store for merchandise you can pick that up right now go to sacrepublicfc.com There's got jerseys for men and women for kids quail scarves hats swim shorts pullovers shirts long sleeve short sleeve and hoodies oh and much much more so go to com right now to check out the quail collection you aren't going to want to miss it the guys we wear in the Quill kit on Saturday when they take on Phoenix Rising, as the probably the biggest match of the year thus far. The team who took out Sacramento in the playoffs last year in a very questionable fashion. If you remember, we will have some fun with that on Saturday. It's coming up on Saturday's match. 7:30 kickoff. KQCA, My 58, ESPN Plus, and Estrella TV. This episode of The Breakaway is presented by Suncrest Bank. Shout out to our friends at Suncrest Bank who not only believe local matters, they prove it with their support for Sac Republic. When you think about the struggles we've endured the past year and a half, it's good to know Suncrest Business Recovery Center has had the backs of local business the entire time with PPP, SBA, and agribusiness loans. They're here for the long haul, ensuring our community not only survives, but thrives. Suncrest Bank is where the Central Valley turns for personal and business banking needs. Visit any one of their seven locations or online at suncrestbank.com. You can also call 916-830-3560 and speak to a Suncrest business account representative today. That's 916-830-3560 or online at suncrestbank.com. Go Republic, go Suncrest Bank, the bank where local matters. An equal housing lender, member FDIC. All right, let's do it. Welcome to The Breakaway, a Sacramento Republic podcast. My goodness, what a defensive play! Half the crowd can't even believe it! So coming off of, and I rewatched the game against Orange County SC um, on Saturday, obviously a disappointing uh, result for the Republic uh, three games into the season. But there's a couple of positives that I have to take away from it. It's very, very obvious that defensively Republic are sound. Um, and that is a very encouraging sign because... It's just something you can build your base off of. They, You know your defense is going to be good. Now, couple mishaps in this game, but they're mishaps that are easily fixable, little mental mistakes, and or even physical mistakes. Both of them, the goal, obviously, um, and the opportunity where it was one-on-one with the keeper, uh, with Any Vultzen, who just missed. Um, and I just think that the Republic are in really good shape. Like, you would have told me going into the first three games of the season, you went two out of three. Uh, two of them on the road. I think I think you'd be happy with that. Now I understand, you know, the team was playing well. You think that early on they're going to be feeling good, right? Maybe this is an opportunity to win three straight going into playing Phoenix. My only thing is, you only give up two goals in three games this season. One of those was a PK. The other against Orange County was a a mishap, a little miscommunication. And if those are the ways you give up goals, you're going to give up very few goals, and those are going to be limited more and more as the season goes on. And that's one of the things I think is really exciting about this team. Obviously, nobody wants to let in any goals, but if you look at the way that the goals have happened this year, you have to be pleased. It's not a breakdown where someone didn't, I mean, I guess they didn't really mark Weehan on that play, but it was more of a communication issue. And that's something that's easily fixed. And I so I, I don't, listen, yes, Offensively, you know, Republic didn't have enough opportunities. They weren't dangerous enough. Overall though, feeling pretty good after the way that they lost against Orange County. Oh, and by the way, Orange County's kind of switched things up going into this match formationally and the way they did certain things, and I think it was it made it made a little bit of a difference. And by the, also Orange County's a very good team, so I'm not panicked, not worried. Um if anything, it gives the Republic a little more energy, a little more fire heading into the Phoenix match. Um, And that's what I'm really excited for, is to see how Sacramento Republic can match up against Phoenix. Because Phoenix is is dangerous. Phoenix is very good. You could argue they're the second-best team in the league right now behind Tampa Bay, who they lost to a few weeks ago. So, uh, big test coming on Saturday. And maybe if you go in riding high with three-game win streak, maybe you don't get up for the Phoenix game as much as you normally would. So, all good things. And, like, here's the thing. We're only three games into the season. You're not going to have games not going to play well every night sacramento didn't play well on saturday night they would tell you mark briggs said that in the postgame presser they need to be sharper he talked about that as well and they need to be better in the final third creating more chances creating more goal scoring opportunities and that's the things they're going to work on and but if you talk about okay what what are our what are our strengths right now defensively great they've been great this year it's been an a to an a plus they've given up two goals in three games One was a PK, questionable, probably should have been a PK, but was still questionable. The other one, a communication issue from the back line and kind of Shannon Gomez. I mean, it was a weird situation. Um, And so, I mean, yes, it's a goal. You got to fix that. But I think that's an easy fix. So it's not like there's a ton of issues happening, you know, defensively. It's one small thing. And I just saw overall for me, I feel like this team can take this take this loss and move on mentally, all right, we got to get better. We know we got to get better. And I think that's what they're going to do. And I think that in training this week, they're going to be fired up. Um, and maybe, you know, maybe it was the case of looking ahead too much to the Phoenix Rising match, and they weren't focused enough on, on Orange County. I don't know if that's the case. And Orange County is a good team, and they're going to be a contender this year um, in the Pacific Division. I mean, top four teams go to the go to the playoffs in each division. And right now, they're one of those top teams. Um so I think that's going to be interesting to see is how Sacramento bounces back from this game. They're going to be at home against Phoenix Rising. They're going to have fans who are upset about what happened last year. They're going to have players who were upset about last year. Like there's this is a revenge game coming Saturday. And I think that's one thing that's really important to mention. I wanted to talk quickly about what they did formationally because it was important we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Same same basically same lineup that we saw or same formation I should say as we saw against Las Vegas. They went with essentially a three four three with Belmar, Bone, and Formella um out there and then obviously the, the wing back, Luis Felipe and Pete Pennan as the as the midfielders and then uh Villarreal and Alache came on for them. So I you know, if anything we're talking about the build up and the connectivity in the final third, and that was one of the things Sacramento needs to work on. Um, but we've seen it happen. We've seen glimpses of it. And I think that's why there's, it's, it's not too much of a concern. And Mark Briggs talked about it post game. And so, all in all, for me, I, the, I, I, I do feel like we know we want this team to be excellent. And this team wants to be, I mean, this team wants to be great. They really do. They want to win a championship. That is their goal. They've talked about it many times. Players talked about it in an interview. Mark Briggs talks about it. And they know that nights like this can't happen. But, but they do. Like, that's the thing is in sports. You're going to have off nights, just like you would have an off night when you are in the office. Sometimes you're not focused that day. It, it, same things happens on a soccer field. And now you can say, hey, that's not okay, and we need to fix that. Yes. However, think about it. It happens. And, I, and that's why I'm not too worried about it. I think this team will rise to the occasion on Saturday and play their best match of the year. And I'm not even saying they need to beat Phoenix on Saturday, but it's a great opportunity. And I think we'll probably see some lineup changes. Um, I don't know exactly what, but I think this week after a lot... I mean, when you win two straight games, and including the preseason match, three games, you're feeling good. There hasn't been a whole lot of lineup changes. Just a few things change because of tweaks and injuries. You kind of roll with the same guys. Now after the loss, maybe there's going to be some changes. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Hayden Sargis back in the starting 11, maybe for Wheeler Amenu who had a tough night um, on Saturday. So that is the one I, I have been thinking about. But I even think... Um, Iwasa and maybe Alashe will we'll get nods in the starting 11. So all in all, there's, there's a lot of things from Saturday that you can have takeaways from. But for Sacramento, the biggest takeaway has to be we have to be able to bring our mentality that we've been talking about to every single match. And if that is the change, then they're in great shape. Defensively, I think they've been an A this year. And the attack, they've been hit or miss. And this was a miss of a game. And they have to get more consistent in the final third. They have to get more consistent in the buildup. But that is what happens early in the season. Guys aren't at top form yet. Players are still learning each other. There's a lot of new faces on this team. So there's a lot of things that go into this. And that's one of the reasons why panic button is is ridiculous. Uh, and, and these guys are going to be fine. And it's going to be a fun, fun match on Saturday. Another thing that I think is, is interesting about Uh, how Sacramento played this game. So if you go back to the Las Vegas game, if you go back to the first game against LA Galaxy, there's kind of been talk of Sacramento needs to have possession a little bit more. And they they did that in this match. They had over 60% possession. But they were almost so focused on possession at certain instances, they weren't worried about being dangerous and maybe taking a few chances. And I actually feel like that might have been some of the the issues there as they were so worried about maintaining possession, maintaining possession. Which is great. I mean, if you hold 60% of possession, the problem is, is they didn't get enough chances. And that's, so the, there has to be a balance. And Mark Briggs has talked about that many, many different times of possession is kind of a weird stat that has been around a lot and people see it and they, they establish that with, okay, if you're winning possession, you know, you have an advantage that's not necessarily the case and especially not anymore. So It's one of the things that I think is interesting because last match before the Orange County SC match, the Las Vegas match, Las Vegas had the advantage possession-wise. And if I believe you go back to all the LA Galaxy, they had possession as well. So there's a few things that stats-wise that don't add up, but I think it's one of those things where, all right, you got 60% of possession, but now, and I mean if you look at the first half, 61%. Second half, it dropped a little bit. I think they realized they started had to make take more chances late in the game, and that was part of the reason for that. But as you go back and you look at the the team as a whole from this last match, it has more to do with defensively, we're looking good. A couple mishaps here and there, but for the most part, Mitch Tainer, Dan Casey played really well. Even Andrew wheeler Amenu played well. Now he had a few mishaps again, but had a team-best three interceptions. He was credited with a clearance, a tackle, and helped regain possession six times. You saw that in a news piece that came out on sacrepublicfc.com on the three takeaways. So, all of that being said, a lot of positives to build from this game, and the attack is going to be a focus this week, I imagine. And the Republic are going to make some of these tweaks, and I think they're going to become more dangerous. Maybe it takes a little while, but we've seen it happen, and that's what I'm excited for. And, by the way, it's the biggest match of the year on Saturday. Fans are going to be hyped up. Uh, Players are going to be hyped up, especially a lot of the returners who have said, I cannot wait for the Phoenix match. Cannot wait. And they want to get revenge. And we want to get revenge as fans, right? Like, (laughs) I'm looking forward to this match as much as anybody. So Saturday is going to be a lot of fun. That's all I wanted to talk about for Orange County's match. Uh, If you look ahead to Phoenix, we know how good they can be. We know how fast they can get out and counterattack, how fast they can play um, in the final third and really in the opponent's half. And that's one of the things I'm going to be focused on is how Sacramento can slow down some of their wingers and strikers. And that's going to be a big a big focus for this Republic team on Saturday. It's going to be a lot of fun. Match is going to be intense. It's, I think it's going to be one of the most fun w- to watch matches and intense matches of the year. Um, and I can't wait. And it's only match four. And that's what's wild is, you know, it's, it's, it's become a lot of fun. All right. Uh, that's it for the soccer portion of the pod. Let's talk to Chris Rosa, who did some of the designing for pieces of the quail kit posters and some of the other things that you'll see coming out on Saturday's match let's get to Chris Rosa all right I'm very excited to welcome onto the podcast a guy who you're gonna see his artwork uh in a little bit um Chris Rosa Chris thanks so much for joining on man how are you
1: absolutely doing good man how you doing
0: I'm good, I'm excited to talk to you um I know you have been heavily involved with us on the design side um in in works with art and fair um on the on some of the quail work and design. Talk me through a little bit of that process for you. What was that like
1: uh honestly it was super fun i just uh I was talking to Sarah and Taylor and they decided they wanted to do a quail for the April Fools kind of. Mascot thing they had going on. Yeah. I just heard about it, but uh, yeah, I just uh applied for the artist spotlight and it worked out. They said they wanted a quail and a bear and try to make it work.
0: Well, I know uh, fans who are at the the next match. This will come out uh, Tuesday, the day we release the quail kit. Um, okay, and it will it'll be fun because I'm excited to see for fans to see the 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 quail poster that you have that fans will get who are going to be in attendance to that match. You're also working on. Um, a pair of cleats, though, for that match. And te- I mean, I kind of asked you before we started. How tough is it to not only design for cleats because they're such a strange size or yeah. shape, I should say, <laughs> but to actually do the artwork on them?
1: Oh yeah, it's it's uh it's pretty tough, man. The texture is a little bit different, you know, and then uh, they're a little rounded, so it's kind of just adapting to size size of whatever I was doing up correctly. And yeah, it's been a uh, it's it's definitely interesting, first time.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm excited to see them. I know they're going to look great. Uh, I'm excited that we're going to have you out at the game. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so, and we'll, we'll, I'll chat with you out at the game too. We'll have some, we'll have some fun out there as well. Um, it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun. We'll, we'll kind of do an interview just like this out there. It'll be, it'll be fun, but I'm excited for fans to see the poster. It's kind of a, a new idea we had to work with artists. Um, and what's so cool about it is seeing your work, um, for opening night, we had a different artist who also had, uh, such a different style but in a great way um so it's cool to see completely separate artists doing different styles but also making something really cool um so i'm excited for fans to see it. the bear and the quail uh poster is very awesome exclusive right like they can only get it when they come to the match so yeah, that's super absolutely, as well, man. absolutely i mean your art artwork is incredible and for fans who want to follow you get to see more of your artwork how can they do so
1: I've uh, got Instagram, Rosa Originals and then uh, rosaoriginals.com for my website.
0: Awesome. Awesome. I love it. I love it. I want to ask you one more question. When you were, um, and then I'll let you go, but when you were yeah. designing this, the bear and the quail, what type of type of style? I mean, you know kind of what a bear looks like, what a quail looks like, right? I mean, I guess most people know what a quail looks like, right? Um, yeah. But what, was the, what, ty- what type of style did you want to go with for you know, creating that piece of art?
1: You know, it was it was kind of a. I was gonna roll with just like some portraits and see uh, see where that would go. Like quail on one side, bear on the other, and maybe like the the logo, the star, you know, or the state of California in the middle. And but uh, ended up being something completely different. And I, I like the I like the way it it turned out. It's you know, and I kind of have like a fast fast uh pace style i guess you could say it's it's a lot of a lot of colors it's just going going over the same thing over and over again adding colors
0: um how many different iterations of it did you did you create
1: ooh did probably probably did around 7 oh wow yeah
0: just to check out different sizes and then pick one from there
1: yep absolutely see what well, the team I- did
0: I love the one you picked. It's super awesome. I'm excited for our fans to get to take it home, put it up on their walls at home and things like that. So thank it's you a very pleasure. I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean it's I it's it's incredible. So thank you so much for joining on. We'll see you uh next Saturday at the match. I'm excited. We'll we'll hang out out there too.
1: Absolutely. Man, super excited.
0: Thanks, Chris. Our thanks to Chris Rosso for coming on the podcast. If you guys missed last week's episode, go listen to the interview with Duke Luqua. He was a lot of fun to talk to. So if you missed that episode, go back, listen to it now. Coming up Thursday, Kami Wassa will talk about the season much, much more. And UC Davis Health, Dr. Dr. Schur, Lauren Schur, will talk to us about mental health awareness. That's coming up Thursday. On Saturday, your Republic take on Phoenix Rising in a big, big match. And I hope you guys are going to be either watching or at the match at Heart Health Park. 7.30 kickoff, KQCA, My58, ESPN+, Plus, or Estrella TV. Thank you guys for your support with this podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe or follow if you're on Apple or Spotify. And as always, Co-Republic.